0: Welcome to the Storytellers Live podcast, where everyday people share real and personal stories. Some are profound and challenging, while others are more common and relatable, shared with honesty and humor. But all of these stories reveal what God can do in our lives when we trust Him with the details. Thanks for joining us. everyone, this is your host, Kelly, from the Storytellers Live team. On each episode, you'll hear a different woman share her story of God's transforming love. These stories are recorded in a live setting at weekly local gatherings where we're aiming to build community through sharing, connecting, and encouraging one another. Most importantly, these stories reveal the faithfulness of God and how He can take what's ordinary and broken and exchange it for extraordinary and redeemed. Today you'll hear part two of Lynn's story. If you have not listened to the first part, which was released last week, then definitely go back, listen to that first. It was episode 52, and it's called Lynn on how adoption changed her life. So last week, Lynn shared a little bit about um, how placing a baby for adoption when she was a teenager triggered a lot of shame and guilt for her. But God brought healing and hope and redemption and really brought her full circle through the adoption of twin girls and then the incredible blessing of reconnecting with her first child. So today, you will get to hear a question and answer session with Lynn and that son. And it was a surprise to everyone in the room. He had been sitting there listening and Lynn's husband was also there. And so there was definitely shock when at the end of her story, she announced that her son, whom she had named Jeremy, was actually there with them. So here they are.
1: So Zach is here. Our son is here. Yeah. <laughs> so do y'all want to share a little bit? And then we're going to do kind of a question and answer time
2: because I just think it's amazing. Y'all tell tell a little bit of how you ended up here. This is
1: Zach, who was formerly known as Jeremy. <laughs> y'all just like, I don't know. We always plan last minute stuff. And he was like, I want to come. And I was like, okay. And he's... Like, I don't know what it is, but I'm gonna say dating. This lovely girl
2: again. <laughs>
1: she is awesome. I love her. And um, so he was like, "I really want to bring her for you to meet." And I was like, "Awesome!" And so they came, and then they stayed. Like we thought you were going home yesterday, but we had gotten the day Well, It was Wednesday, and so I told Robin and. I was like, "Can he come and like talk with me? Because I think that's pretty cool. I don't think that's a coincidence." And she was like, "Sure." And so y'all do questions and answers, yeah. I guess. And so, if anybody has questions, I know I have a thousand. But Zach, when did you find out you were
3: adopted? Uh, as soon as my parents could tell me. Yeah, I mean it's my whole life I know. So who
1: are your parents? Who are the people that raised
3: you? Uh, my parents. They live in Kansas City, and. Um, They got me when I was two weeks old, Mm -hmm. two weeks old. The, uh, the judge was out of town on vacation, so they couldn't get me, you know, right away. So I hung out for a little bit and yeah, they're pretty, they're pretty awesome people.
1: How did you find Liam? Okay. That's a good story. (laughs) That's the best.
3: All right. Uh, You know, it's actually kind of funny. I I had a girlfriend at the time that was like, you know, I think you should find your mom. You will probably know yourself better if you did. I was like, why were we on the outs, you know? not in okay. and I was like I don't need to find her and uh, I was like maybe I should maybe I should so I typed in it on Google I typed in adoption Missouri April 10th 1987 and she wrote me a message on a forum on adoption.com when I was 16 years old
1: and I went back and changed everything but I couldn't change my name yeah,
3: she, she made her her username her actual name.
0: There was
1: so I, I took her
3: name and I put it on Facebook and I saw this lady with these kids and, you know, I saw everybody and I was cruising through the pictures and I actually saw my little brother, Sid, and he looked just like me when I was a little kid. And I was like, that has that has to be it. Like, there's no way. That's it. I'm going to send a message. If you gave up a kid for adoption that's me.
1: Send. Profile picture was a motorcycle, okay? And then he had on wrestling spandex with his friends and they had fake tattoos on. And I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that. I'm like, what has happened to Jeremy? I was like, really? I was like, okay,
3: okay. She's like, if he shows up in a wife beater, what about Okay, that's like,
1: (laughs) horrible. But I really was worried about that. And my friend was like, just wear this tank. And I'm like, gosh, okay. But, like, when we talked, we knew each other instantly. It
3: was immediate. It, it was immediate. You know, a lot, a lot of people don't think, you know, when they grow up with their family, you know, they have tendencies, you know, that you do. And I had never experienced that. And when I met her, it was like I'd known her forever. You know, just even talking on the phone immediately, like that. And that was crazy. You know, I'd never felt that. So they went to Hawaii, they're gone and I mean I was down here I mean, how soon was it
1: like a week after that
3: like a week after that I came down and
1: we both jump into stuff head first like not smart so you know what I mean jumped on the plane and was like <laughs> here we go, go. Just give it a go <laughs> just and I had absolutely no
3: idea what I was getting into
1: and I didn't answer the phone like I got scared and I got to Atlanta
3: and I gave her a call to say hey I'm in Atlanta and she didn't answer the phone and I called again and she didn't answer again. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm in Atlanta. I'm 22 years old. I don't know what I'm doing. What if I get there and they don't show up? Oh. Scary. Scary. But uh, but they were there. They were there. And like, did your
1: mom get to meet him? Yes. She oh, yeah. did. And matter of fact, yeah. we are both very dramatic. And so my mom was very, I'm so glad this happened. And that's how I thought it'd be with an meeting your adopted kid is like i thought he would be like thank you for giving me life and i'd be like you're welcome and you know what i mean like he would just and no that's not how it went i mean some people well, but, you know and
3: at the beginning it was kind of like you know thank you and my parents are great and you know thank you blah, blah blah and it's it was very surface you know that's but then as we talked more and more it got deeper and deeper and after i came was it once or twice or I ended up moving down here for six months. Scott, come
1: over here. Scott. Yeah, you're
3: supposed to over here. Scott Scott is an amazing man and let me move into their home. (laughs) Wish they didn't know me and, you know, three boys and two girls that they just brought back from Russia. And, you know, he let me come in making sure, but he, you know, laid some ground rules for sure. <laughs> making sure it, the big thing was, you know, if you're gonna come, you're gonna be an influence and you have to be a good one because, you know, that's we want our family
2: to be good. When Zach moved in, we had a, our oldest was a seventh grader, and Sid was fourth grade, Gray was kindergarten. Of course, the girls were, um, they just turned three, so you know, all of a sudden we have a 22 year old coming in. If you, you know, and so it was like he's just said, I mean, that's a huge influence on on the boys, mm-hmm. and we, we didn't know him. I mean, we, we didn't know who he was, what his background really was. You know? And, and that so, was sketchy. A <laughs> <laughs> <those>. little bit. <laughs> a little bit sketchy. A little bit. In a good way. And how did the boys know about Zach before
1: he made contact with
0: you?
1: Andy that? in Russia. That's so funny. We told Andy in Russia. And he was so mad at me, just said I'd get that. Had sex. No, he was mad that that was devastating. And so Scott had to say, this is why Jesus came. Do not judge your mother. This is what the blood is all about. You know?
3: They are amazing parents of their children. All of them accepted me with open arms just completely. Um, there was never anything from any of my brothers or more sisters. I mean, they... You know, Andy being the oldest, Sid was 10 years old, right? Eight
2: 10? eight, 10? Eight, 10,
3: Yeah. And then Gray was so young, I mean, he never really remembered anything before that anyways. And just, I remember coming and, and being around their family. And matter of fact, I actually came back to God in their shower because of the way the family was. I mean, I just saw the love in it. I mean, it was just beautiful. How
0: were your parents when you decided? That's a
3: great question. Mine- Mom when I was 14 years old told me if you ever want to find your mom, I will help you. I want to help you. I think it was tough for my dad. It was tough for my dad. I mean you can imagine that. But I mean they're great now, you know? It's been a, a tumultuous ride, but um, it's it's great and and it's, it's great now though. Yeah you know?
1: for two years. For two years. Yeah. That's that's so ten, ten, total. ten total. Ten total. And ten. it was ten days, two days ago, 10 years, Ten years two, days, two days, ago. days ago that we met.
3: That's crazy that I was actually here. We didn't even think of that.
1: I did. I told you. You don't remember? No, I mean, then. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm
3: saying when, when, when we got the trip to come down now. Yeah. we didn't even, yeah. Yeah. We didn't even register. That was yeah. like the God years. thing. 10 years, goes like that.
1: But his mom, this is something that I had trouble with. I called his mom and I said, um, I'm an adoptive mom too. And so I don't, I, I don't want to take your place. And, Because I'm telling you what, I was an adoptive mom, but this shook a lot of my friends who adopted. They were mad. You know, like, don't you have enough kids? Don't you? But nobody had ever been in my shoes. And it's a lot more fun to be the adoptive mom. Trust me. And so I called Dee because I didn't want, I didn't want it to be any secrets or anything. And I wanted her to know that I respected that she was his mom and that, you know, and so... We talked, and you know what I really respect so much about them is they loved you enough. They gave you my letter every year. They would take it out where I told them I loved him, that he won a mistake, and he knew his name was Jeremy. And that that's pretty cool. I mean, that's good parents right there. They love him more than anything. Zach, did you ever find out your
3: biological dad? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely talked to him, and he's a nice guy. He's a nice guy, for sure. Do you have any other siblings on that side? I grew up an only child. Only child. So you're so excited to have a kid. You, <laughs> you couldn't believe it. When I found out that I had brothers, it was I was beside myself about it. I mean, I think that was that was part of it, you know. I mean, I always wanted a brother and a sibling in general. So
1: And when you came to our house, it's like you saw you're like, This is crazy. It's crazy. I mean you ain't got nothing on us, really. So you have one more kid. It's crazy. And he could see where, like, you were kind of crazy. Like, ADD.
2: Yes.
1: <laughs> you know, emotional. Very
2: ADD. HD. Mm-hmm. Zach, actually, Gray, our third boy, he's a, he's, well, he's a rising 10th grader, is big into wrestling. He, he does very well at it. And actually, he wants to do it in college now. But Zach is the one who actually, when Gray was first grade, Introduced because in, in the Midwest wrestling is, is just kind of as big as football is here. They wrestle, and Zach wrestled in high school, and he, so he actually got great interested in wrestling for the first time. And I thought, oh, this will never take off because it's, it's Alabama, and you know, we're ten years later, and he's wrestled. You know, he's wrestled ten of his fifteen years, and so so Zach got him into he, that. The first
1: year, grade one state, and. In- I just remember I had a snapchat, like a God moment, and he was holding Gray up. And I was like, God, you rock. It's like my first son and my last son. And it's like, here it is. Like, this is a huge, this is like, God, you're so good. Like, this is amazing.
2: Did you get to know Sid well?
1: Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. (laughs) Sid was fun.
3: Sid. Uh, I was just thinking of the first time I came. <laughs> <Yes>.
1: <laughs> we ended up going to Hawaii with Zach. Zach went with us the second time. The second time, and he and Sid would like wake up and go walk on the
3: beach. Every beach, yeah.
1: just y'all probably just were the closest out of everybody.
3: Yeah. Who's so the one that looked the most like me? He's yeah. yeah. a good-looking kid. <laughs> 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 oh.
1: Yeah. Do y'all mind sharing a little bit how he met, how you met the Lord? at their home. Do you mind sharing that story?
3: You can say no. Uh, again, you know, I think seeing the dynamic of the family and uh Scott being the spiritual leader of the home, um, seeing you know, praying every meal and just living in it and seeing the love in it. It was just beautiful and I wanted to be I wanted part of that. You know, and I and that's I was in the shower and I just started crying. <coughs> It's got to be in my life.
1: You know, it is. That's what it was. Can I say one more thing? Yeah. Because I forgot this. And this, the little girl Oksana was adopted to Spain. And so it's like God kind of showed me that I'm the one who puts people in families. And where I felt so guilty, it's like his plan. He's the one who did it. And I really think that helped me with him because I realized nothing was random, but it felt so cruel. It felt so cruel. But the person in Spain wouldn't have their baby. We wouldn't have Katie and Al. And Katie and Al were made... We were made to be a family. They are so crazy.
2: (laughs) And they look... If you saw Andy and Gray, they have blonde... Sid had dark hair like Zach. And uh, Andy and Gray had uh, white, white, white hair. And our girls have white, white hair. I mean, if you put them... Together get and said which ones don't belong, you'd, be hard, you'd think Sid, one, was not. I mean, because he just didn't. He looked, true, Clint, he looked like me. But he didn't look like the rest of All the my kids.
1: All <laughs> mine, Get out for top ten.
2: All of but ours I, look
1: like Scott.
2: <laughs> but the girls looked just like the boys. You'd never yeah. know that they weren't biological. Very, very
0: true. I have a question. I mean, nobody has to say, but, like, what would you say to the family that wants this story, the ending that y'all had, that they don't have that, What would you say to them? What hope would you give them? Um, Because it seems like it is pretty tied up with the boat now. And I know it's not, but it does seem that it is. So what would you say to maybe women in the room or women that will be listening that have adopted or even given up a child for adoption and they don't have the story that you did?
1: I'll tell you what, every story is different. That's what I think. Because, you know, going with said with cancer, it's like some people got healed, some didn't. And... It's hard when people are like, God's so good, we got healed. It's like, no, God is good, no matter what the story is. And everybody's story is going to look different. Some kids will not want to meet their birth mother. Some birth mothers will not want to meet their kids. It, it, it's God's story that he's writing in each person's lives. And we're just dramatic. You know, it's like, we're just dramatic, I feel like. and But some people never have to go through that. But I will tell you, with my girls, if they want to be their birth mother, I'm all about it because it made him closer with his parents. It like sealed it in more with his parents and that, and it kind of came full circle of who he was. And he realizes, um, I mean, I don't want to speak for you, but
3: I'll tell you if you're wrong.
1: <laughs> yes, you will. But um, at he, it made him closer. And like Dee and I are so, she told me, she goes, my gosh, I'm so glad you're back in his life. He's so much better when you're there. Because it's like, it's so everybody's different. Nothing's right or wrong with that. You know, it, it, it does not, because I know adoption, if I had not given up, I'd be so scared of the birth mother. I mean, you know, it's easier when she's in Russia or China, you know.
2: But, but as adoptive parents, you know, and I, I think it's because of the fact that, and I saw what Lynn went through every birthday but so as adoptive parents, you know, when Katie and Nell's birthday comes along, or yeah, we always think about her because yes. she's got to. She doesn't even know which country they're in. She had two older. She had two other children. She tried to keep them. You know, she just couldn't. And so, it's got to be painful for her. I mean, she she does not she doesn't know what happened to them. She doesn't know if they're still alive. You know, Katie has has a lot of health issues because of her cleft. And so, you know, we think about her as well. You know, just because of that. But I don't think we would have appreciated that as much if Lynn had not had that hurt in Zach's side.
1: I think we would have been more scared of him. Oh, no, absolutely. Could you find their
2: fear? In I am Ru- yeah. on it in Russia. <laughs> yeah, yes. In Russia, it's interesting. The children. You know, of course, Russia knows where everybody is. I mean, they <laughs> <laughs> um, so in Russia, the children, when they want to find out, they will, they can, they have full access to whatever where the parents are. The parents have zero. They don't. They don't know which country. They don't know. They she, so the mother and that family cannot find our girls. You know, if they wanted to, but ours could, should in, in theory, fairly easily find.
1: Well, we girls. have her name.
2: We have her. Name. We know the yeah.
1: name of the civilians. I have her birthday. And I am trying to, just so I'll be able to keep up with her for them. And I I don't think, I mean, they have open adoptions now, but just from my experience, I mean, I was glad that um, we were older. It'd be very hard, I guess, unless you started from the first, for me to have had an open adoption. And just, other people are like, it's the best thing ever and can do it, like Amanda, but I just... It was so, it was so bizarre. It was hard.
2: You know, we have it. Most people don't think about this because it's just you not part of it. You know, a lot of people adopt obviously domestically, so you don't have the issue. But, you know, so you now you hear things about you know things about Russia will come up on TV and you know America's anti russia and all the issues, and so we sort of have heart for Russia, and then we also, I mean, that's where our girls are from, and so you know, like. Uh, You know, this may sound weird, but like in the Olympics, we kind of pull for the Russians, too, you know, because it's it's
1: we don't honestly agree with the government.
2: Yeah, we don't. I mean, the government, the people, the people in Russia are like us. I mean, really, when you start talking to the people, I mean, they're they're, and they may even be more family oriented because of all the communism that they had to go through. They didn't trust anyone outside their only their family. So when you start talking to the people, the people we met, I mean, they were phenomenal folks. I mean, they they were really good. The government stinks, but the people are great. Mm -hmm. And so. You know, we want the girls to, I mean, they're first generation Russian. I mean, they're, you know, that they're Russian. And so you, you, we we don't, we don't really talk about it. You know, I mean, it's just, it's, 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 it a, it, yeah, it hurts their, because that's their, sort of their identity. They, you know, and they, they don't you really understand like, it. Yeah. Like, what we did, <clears throat> yeah, what we did is um, the first trip when we met them and agreed and signed the paperwork to bring them back. So it was just Lynn and I, the first trip. So what we did is we should went shopping. We bought... A ton of Russian stuff and like so they get uh, and the kids always have gotten Christmas ornaments each one every year so we did we bought ornaments for both girls for, for until they're 18 years old and so they get a new Russian ornament every every Christmas as well as an, another one and so so yeah we we celebrate the Russian you know and stuff like that as much as we can which our goal was to try to of course they didn't speak English when we got them they were only two and a half so you know what a two and a half year old speaks but they had never heard English and so our goal originally was to try to get someone Russian coming in and it, it just it, it, that was impossible with five kids and Katie surgeries and so we, that's one thing I really regret is that we didn't weren't able to keep that up but we you know we yeah you know, we never talked ugly about the Russians just because you know and so with all the Trump stuff and it's always constant on the news it's like,
1: but they will say Putin is crazy,
2: <laughs> yeah, they do say Putin is crazy. <laughs> So yeah. they, they under, you know they mm-hmm. understand but we, we, we you know we make them know that we love their country cuz that's where they're from. Yeah, and that's their mean. That's the certain. I mean they're you know uh, they're 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 both very very small and, and actors on growth hormones but you know part of the thing is the, the endocrinologist said you know we use an American growth chart. They're not American. You know I mean it's so we can plot them on an American growth chart but they're not. Russian people are small. I mean, the mom was five two. We don't know much about the, the father, but I mean, our our experience when we were rushed in Russia, were they're small people. They're they're not they're not gonna be basketball players, you know. And so, so it's it's interesting. It's it's you know, we 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 try to speak highly about you know where they came from, and they and, and they know if they ever want to go back that we will take them. So,
1: but they're amazing gymnasts. They are. Oh.
2: They do love gymnastics. Yeah. yeah. So there's there's something to that. Russian heritage, mm-hmm. I think, uh,
1: and Chinese. Like yeah, our coach was like, the Chinese and the Russians yeah. are so good. I get so excited. When they were
2: from uh, Russia is, is enormous. It covers twelve time zones, so it's you know it's basically America has four, so it's three times the size of us. And so Russia is kind of almost like a, a bean. So they were in Siberia by car ride. They said which was a rough car ride. It was about five hours, which here would probably be about an hour and a half or two hours from China. So they they're, they're a little blondes, but they actually have. Yeah, it's part, I mean they have some Chinese in them and Mongolian they have a lot of Mon- Mongolia is what I was trying to think of is sort of in there. So they were right by Mongolia and China. But it's a long way over.
0: Thanks for joining us today, and we will be releasing another new episode next Wednesday. We also have some fun and exciting news. We have released Storytellers Live on some new platforms. So if you are not able to use SoundCloud or iTunes, we are now on Stitcher, Spotify, Pandora, TuneIn, Podbean, Overcast, Pocketcast, and soon Google Podcast. If you have any platform that you really want to see us on or hear us on, please feel free to contact us through our website, which is storytellerslive.org. Also, just a reminder that if you subscribe to Storytellers Live on any of these platforms, then you're automatically notified when a new episode releases. And throughout the school year, we usually are every Wednesday, but in the summer, it's a little bit more sporadic. So you can keep up with our new releases through becoming a subscriber. So we're grateful for all of you, and we hope that you'll join us again soon.